0: and welcome to another episode of Sales Talk. This is Justin Taylor, Novell's identity and security guru, bringing you yet another episode of Sales Talk. This one in particular is going to continue our series on access governance. We brought out in our first episode the introduction to access governance itself. We discussed the problems that people are facing with access governance, what it is, the ability for us to understand who has access to what and certify it, and to not only incorporate just the IT department who we normally think of as managing Access, but also bringing in that knowledge that's so important from the business side. We concentrated at the end of that episode on three different aspects of what people are trying to deal with. Number one, the ability that they need to reduce the costs of managing the access or the governing of the access, the ability to manage the complexity of it since things become more and more complex as companies become successful, and then lastly, the ability to reduce the risk associated with the access governance. So those are the three real problem areas that companies are facing with it. And so, in order to understand exactly how Novell's going to deal with that, we brought back our resident expert, Ben Goodman. Welcome back, Ben. Thanks,
1: Justin.
0: In this particular episode, Ben, we're going to talk about the actual Access Governance Suite. Before we get into the specifics of it, maybe you could just give a quick overview of uh, what Access Governance Suite is.
1: So Access Governance Suite is Novell's solution to the Access Governance problem. And as we talked about in the prior episode, many of our customers are grappling with issues of trying to understand who has access to what and then being able to know who has access to what and then being able to manage that so that people only have access to what they need to do their jobs and then being able to report on that access as well. And Access Governance Suite is really a a suite of, of technology that allows us to address that issue directly.
0: So is it just one product or is it multiple products? How does that work?
1: Yep. So the Access Governance Suite is actually a suite of two products, tightly integrated. They are our Compliance Certification Manager and our Role Lifecycle Manager product. Um, So those two components come together to form our Access Governance Suite.
0: I'm guessing that the role lifecycle manager piece is the component that allows us to, let's say, kind of model what's going on inside the system and and understand it, put all these type of rules in effect. And then certification manager would be more around the ability for the business to kind of sign off on that. Would that be accurate?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that we found is that as roles have become more prevalent in the enterprise, it's become important to manage their life cycle, just like you manage the life cycle of a user. Roles tend to have a time and place where they make sense and times and places where they don't make sense. So as a result, you have to manage that life cycle. And as you stated, our certification manager is exactly what it sounds like. It allows our customers to recertify the levels of access that users have and do that on a periodic basis. It also has all the metrics and reports associated with that so we can see who's actually been recertified who hasn't, who is yet to be recertified, what applications have been certified, what are my risks, um, all that capability can be reported on because quite frankly, doing a certification without actually being able to prove you did a certification is kind of worthless.
0: So it's the whole trust but verify type of model there.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Let's talk now about specifics about how we do this because again, you know, most things, as I've always said, come down to threes. We just talked about the fact that we had the top three problems that people have. Is there something like that for how we effectively manage governance govern that access?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we really have, it's a three step process that we do for managing access governance. It's kind of our mantra. It's discover, certify, model, a three step process. And the key thing is that those three steps are unique to Access Governance Suite. When you look across Novell's other ISM products, none of them do discovery certification or modeling. These are features which are unique to Access Governance and therefore are complementary to the rest of our IDM suite. So the first step is discover. Discover is exactly what it sounds like. This allows us to actually reach out into different applications or user stores and discover who has access to what. Now, one of the important things we do in this step is we may discover something like a RACAF transaction ID, something that is a highly technical attribute that we discover. So we may discover as part of our discovery that you have access to RACAF 54-RS93. If I presented that information to a business user, they would have no idea what that means. So this is a very important capability that the Access Governance Suite has. It has the capability of actually now applying metadata to that entitlement so that it makes sense. We convert, to a certain extent, RACS54-RS93 to pay invoice. So what that means is when someone is presented with the option to recertify that entitlement, what they're going to see is pay invoice because, quite frankly, that's what they understand. So being able to apply business taxonomy to really highly technical terms is a real key piece of what the Access Governance Suite can do.
0: Yeah, because I can imagine if I was sitting down as a business owner and or, you know, some kind of decision maker, even an auditor, and somebody gave me something that said RS, blah, 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 it would make no sense to me. So I get that. That sounds great. What about the certification process? What is it that we need to do with that? I can understand discovering what we have, you know, that's going to help us discover risks, holes and, and that type of stuff. But then what's the certify portion of it?
1: So the certified portion allows us to now take that entitlement data that we've discovered and verify whether it is what people actually need to do their job. So what we can do now is we can reach out and actually get people involved, the potentially app owners, lines of business managers, people that actually understand, people in the business who actually understand who should have access to what. Now, as you and I discussed in our last podcast, a lot of this intelligence doesn't exist in IT. It exists out in the businesses. Although IT may support the application, IT doesn't necessarily understand how the application is used or who uses the application. Knowledge is really contained inside the line of business. So the certification process allows me to reach out to the business and say, is this level of access correct? are there some level of conflict that's associated with having this level of access and we talked earlier about our separation of duties violations which means that a person may have access to do a transaction and then approve that transaction or they may have access to create an invoice and pay that invoice thus eliminating checks and balances which are supposed to be put in place in an organization the certification process allows us to recognize that And clear them and fix them right away. So certification is a really key piece. And the reality is, if we do certification up front, right after discovery, we can determine what is the proper level of entitlements that a person should have. And that really sets us up for our third step.
0: Well, don't leave us hanging. What is the third step? We know it's model, but you know, what exactly does that mean? And so I know that we find out what we've got. We find out what's out there. We're going to certify it that, yeah, this is appropriate or not appropriate, part of it too. But, so then I have to model it. Really, what is the modeling and what effect does it have?
1: So modeling is really the matter of me taking this data that I've looked at and now certified, I'm really modeling it in a way that's sustainable. So we do that in two forms. One of them is through the role lifecycle components that we talked about. Now that we see these entitlements, we can use metrics to build roles. So seeing who has what entitlements, what location they're in, what department they're in, we can use all of those metrics to determine the roles that make the most sense for my organization. Now because I certified this data before I used it for role modeling, I know it's accurate data that I'm using, and therefore I can make the best roles that make the most sense for our organization. And I'm not creating roles that are redundant or don't make sense or creating too many roles, you know, more roles than I need. Another important piece is I can now model controls that I can then hand down to my identity management system going forward. So the next time I do my discovery, I can see those controls, and I can actually act on them right away. So this is where we can model, for example, our segregation of duty violations. Now, the next time we do a discovery, if we recognize those SOD violations, we can react to them immediately and not necessarily require human intervention again.
0: Great. And I really like that point. This is a good point for all of you listening is that notion there of the fact that because we discover and certify before we model, we eliminate those potential errors, because now we know that we have the best information, the most accurate information in order to to put out those effective access governance policies. Let me ask you this, though, is if I was looking at it, let's say I'm a business owner and, or some kind of executive at a company, and I'm really not in that department, the fact that my company is doing this over and over and over again, it just seems like a waste of money. Shouldn't they be able to do it once and get it done? Or is there a reason why this is such an ongoing and fluid or dynamic process?
1: Justin, so that's a great question. One of the things we really want to get across to our customers is the fact that this is a repeating process, this is a continuum, and there's a really important reason for that. The organization is constantly changing. People are being added to roles, being removed from roles, projects are starting and ending, systems and departments are created and taken down. What our customers need to do is constantly reevaluate. So the concept of constantly rediscovering what people have access to recertifying that and then potentially remodeling things like roles to what makes sense today is really important. And that's what's going to keep their access governance fresh. And that's what's going to keep it sustainable as well. We talked about the term sustainable in our last podcast. So that's what's really important.
0: Sounds wonderful. It sounds like something, again, that people are really going to want to have in their business. Now, let me ask you this, though, because this is a question that's going to get raised quite a bit, is there are some individual companies out there. We don't know why they make these decisions, but they choose not to go with Novell for some of their identity management technologies. They may have one of our competitors in there. You mentioned in the last call, but I just want to make sure it's stated again for this one, is does this product, does this Access Governance Suite allow us to go into opportunities where a customer may have one of our competitor's products, but yet we're going to be able to augment that and make it better. Can we do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The reality is the benefits of an access governance suite to an identity management suite are universal. So whether you're using Novell's product or you've made the mistake of using a competitor's product, we're going to add value to that with our Access Governance Suite. So that's a real key, important thing to understand. One of the things that we've done at Novell is we've done some really exceptional integration between our identity management products and our Access Governance Suite. So that's right there. It's out of the box. It's available. But that doesn't mean that people that are using our competitors' products can't get value as well.
0: Great. Well, thank you again for being on the show today, Ben. I'm going to have to ask you to come back for one more, at least, in this series. And for those of you listening, we're going to be having another interview with Ben. Actually, we'll be having many more, but one of them will be on positioning the access governance suite itself. We need to talk a little bit about that, obviously, because we do have some competitors out there. You need to understand how to position the product, but also how to position this with our customers in order to find the pains that they are experiencing and how Novell can answer those with our competitive differentiators. So thank you again, Ben, for being on the show.
1: My pleasure, Justin. Thanks for having
0: me. Let's sum it up here. In the previous one, and in, in this episode, we talked about the three key drivers for why people are trying to do this. They want to, again, be able to manage the access of their, of their systems, and they need to do so in a way that helps them reduce costs, manage the complexity, and reduce the risk. At the same time, we know that it's one thing to say to do that. We have to have a way to do it. And so in this particular episode, we've talked about how Access Governance Suite can do that for our customers or potential customers, and then also brought out that model, the discover, certify, and model aspect of Access Governance. And so very important things for you to remember. Remember the fact also that this product is something that you can use not only within an existing Novell customer, but you can use this as a way to get into those customers that do not traditionally have Novell technologies deployed for identity and security and really provide value for them regardless of what platform they have. So thank you again for listening to another episode of Sales Talk. This has been Justin Taylor and Ben Goodman wishing you happy selling. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell Inc., you can send us feedback at salestalk@novell.com. At Thanks for listening. See you next time.